Welcome to WMUR's The Trail from New Hampshire to the White House. I'm WMUR political director Adam Sexton, and we're returning to our candidate cafe again in this episode. Through this series, we're looking to learn more about the candidates themselves and what makes them tick. In this episode, you'll hear some highlights from Steve Bullock's back and forth with voters at Manchester's Airport Diner. Then I'll chat with the Montana governor on some hot topics of the day. Thanks for listening, and be sure to leave a rating and a review of this podcast after the episode. We'd really appreciate it. Do we get to keep the cups of coffee? Are the coffee cups too, Adam? We don't? We don't? You'd be hard-pressed to find much more of a regular guy governor than Steve Bullock, who grew up just a few blocks from where he now works in Montana's state capital. One of the fun things about being in the town where you're raised, like I'll still run into Mrs. Mandeville, who was my fourth grade teacher. I'm Michael and Mrs. Mandeville, how are you? I'm very proud of you, Stevie. You know, so. Bullock is an outdoorsman with a strong connection to the Montana wilderness. One of his early jobs was operating a tour boat on the Missouri River. So I get done with my day of work and I just grab my boots or shoes and I'd go hiking and fishing. And it's still such, so that probably had a greater impression on me than anything else because that became in some ways my church. Bullock has tried to pass on that love of nature to his three kids. He says he builds his schedule as governor around their sports and activities. My kids I hope would still say today because like before every election say what's my most important job and I think they know that it's being their father. And in terms of other life priorities he did get to keep the mug. This will be in my official office uh, next to Meet the Press, Hardball. That's That is. That's absolutely it. Adam Sexton, WMUR News 9. Hey, Facebook recently made some changes. Now you're missing out on lots of content from WMUR, but it's easy to stay connected. Go to WMUR's Facebook page, tap follow, then see first. That's it. Just two taps brings you back in the know. Hey, Governor Bullock, thanks for joining us on the trail here. It was fun, Adam. Candidate Cafe, uh, I'm, I'm curious, where did you first develop your love of mugs? <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of fun because you look at this as just sort of, oh, I speak to candidates, but I look at it, it's like, look, I was at WMUR. So this will be kind of the reminder for me of the experience I had with these great folks here in New yeah. Hampshire. So uh, speaking of New Hampshire, Back to the campaign trail here. You're a candidate I hear a lot about from people out on the trail. They, they say, you know what, that Governor Bullock, I like him. They feel like they haven't seen you enough yeah. here. Are we going to start to see you more in New Hampshire? I sure hope so. I mean, I continue to look at it because I think folks are now just starting to tune in. So with 120 days plus before voters really even express a preference, before your primaries, I think we're 127 days or something like that, four months, that this is where I do want to get to people to know me that much better. Uh, your training is in the law, and right now that's sort of what everyone's talking about in Washington. Do you believe uh, the president has violated specifically any laws, but more generally the Constitution through that phone call uh, with the president of Ukraine? I do. I want to see the rest of what this inquiry holds out, but any time that a president is asking another head of state to get information related to his personal campaign experiences, that's what this is about. I think that's an abuse of power. We vest the president uniquely as 
the one that can speak to other leaders, and you can't do that for personal gain. Should this be moving forward more quickly, though, given the fact that the starting point on this one is so much farther along than the usual quote-unquote scandal because there's a phone call, it's there, and it's sort of sitting in front of everyone? Well, I, I hope it actually does move forward quickly and we get to a resolution. And I hope that the House continues to act judiciously because the other thing that we have to recognize is, you know, there's going to be a big chunk of this country that believes this is all fake. So we have to deal with the divides afterwards. I don't know if this is the best thing to do politically. I think it's the best thing to do for our institutions and democracy to move forward. And I do hope that it gets resolved relatively quickly. You mentioned the aspect of uh, people's experience of what's going on is shaped by what they see largely on social media. I was interested uh, looking at some, you know, uh, friends on both sides of the aisle uh, in our position here, uh, seeing people describe what was going on in northern Syria, uh, someone describing uh, that the president pulled out uh, with the Kurds because they were essentially Antifa. So how do you break through sort of those information bubbles that occur around people? Yeah, I think that we have to present like the true facts here. Or when the president said, well, they weren't with us in World War II. Um, I don't know that you're ever gonna be able to dissolve sort of when we're getting the quote unquote, you're getting information from whatever channel you want. But we've gotta rise above this and find ways to go beyond even the divisions of the day. All right. Governor Bullock, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks a lot, Adam. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for WMUR's The Trail, from New Hampshire to the White House. If you have a moment and can write a review or subscribe to this podcast, we'd certainly appreciate it. You can also find us on WMUR.com and our free WMUR app 24-7. See you for the next episode of this podcast next week.